the the fun thing about Morbius is uh, he was in the Spider-Man cartoon of the '90s, but because standards and practices said you can't have a vampire SMP on a TV show, he had the vampire fangs. But instead of ever biting into somebody with his fangs, he had these weird holes that opened up on his hand little suckers that opened up mm-hmm, like little mm-hmm, mouths mm-hmm. and then he would like reach out and drain a person's energy and it would be like voo, 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 and he would like suck their and An he would say like vampire? and you couldn't say blood so he would always say plasma I need your plasma that was Which their is, workaround plasma is a real thing in the human body so I, know. I don't get why they can say that I know man it's like, like Dracula vampires have to be licensed I went to a plasma no because bank. It's, it's like they're considered too violent for kid shows is this what Morbius sounded like you can't say the devil you can't say vampire that's why in the Powerpuff Girls they fought a character named him who was supposed to be the devil but all mm-hmm. the girls would say it's him and that was the character's <laughs> name <laughs> and he would be like Powerpuff Girls you know that was that character so yeah yep yep that's pretty sweet that's the science. Uh, you ready to do this? We're going to break down the science of Eternals. <laughs> do you need any texts? I have it all right here. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, just kidding. My my favorite text is over there on the wall. I like how up top it's like, we're going to quote the Bible mm-hmm. the in the beginning. Book. The good book. In the beginning. That yeah. is what they said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was This movie is them being like, this is our Bible. Not my Bible. Genesis. Not my Bible. I'm Genesis, not my Bible. I'm not trying to go to hell. I'm trying to go to... Can't say that. Let's, I'm not uh, trying to go to him. I'm just trying to go to him. <laughs> see him. Uh, this is uh, the 500 Greatest Films Podcast bonus edition. Thanks for clicking it. Keller and I just watched Eternals. What? In 3D, in the theater. <sighs> I loved it. Wow. Keller hated it. I didn't hate it. You hated it. Didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> and you hated things about it. Sure. And I disliked things about it, but I loved things about it. Yeah. Um, I'd say I loved things about it. Really? Maybe. Really? Two. Two I things? can think of one, but I'll What's come up one? with another. What's one? Uh, well, first of all, you said when we were walking out, you are like, visually, it looked great. Yeah. Special effects looked hey, great. Good 3D. I wanna, the 3D was awesome. I, I talked about the moment. The thing for special effects that always impresses me You didn't send is, me a Rotten Tomatoes blurb. Oh, shit. Okay, I should, we should okay, do that. Okay, you say that shit while I do okay. that. <laughs> keep talking, keep talking. Oh, no, just, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. just got right into it. But then you have to do the director, and you have to do the year, and then you have to... I can do all that. Okay, you get you uh, good? <laughs> all right. Well, I was going to say a special effects moment that I love, that I always appreciate, is when you kind of forget that they are CGing something frame by frame by frame. Like, you kind of forget there's a CG element because something feels really rough and, like, random and like sporadic when there's a fight and they're fighting a big CG creature I know and everybody knows when they're watching the movie I guess maybe unless you're a little kid but even then I think you're you know when I was a kid I knew the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park were fake but you still hit underneath the seat but when I was five years old it still scared the shit out of me and I cried and stuff to see the T-Rex but the moment where they're in the Amazon and Icarus gets picked up by by the fight the Rotten Tomatoes yeah okay look how long it is this time then I can't. That's, that's not a it. goddamn. That's the blur. summary, dude. No, I want the. Nobody knows. Critics consensus. There it is. See that? This. That. Ooh, the, that critics ooh, consensus. It's got a green splat. Yeah, it's got a green splat. Anyway, the special There's effects a live moment. Audience. That, oh yeah. Well, we got to talk about that too. We have to tell let me, people. Let me get the special effects thing out of the way. Okay. You introduce our live audience. Oh my god. Mention that there's a microphone that if they want to say anything, they can. Should Please, I say their names? If you interrupt, well, hang on. Let me get my special effects. Slow down. Let me get my special effects stupid part out of the way. When Icarus is fighting the monster, and the monster was pinning his head to the ground and he kept getting up, I like that part. 
the special effects looked good. Because okay. it did, it didn't look and feel rehearsed. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It felt like it was like, did they have a guy in a green jumpsuit just wrestle him? And yes. then they took the guy out? Because mm-hmm. it looked so random. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Keller. I think there's a guy in a green jumpsuit wrestling him. Yeah. <laughs> Keller, we have a... And I wish that was the movie we saw. Yeah. Because I want the Hulk to wrestle him. <laughs> <laughs> so does the actor who plays Gilgamesh. Don Lee wants to he fight the Hulk. He said he wants to fight the Hulk. You but asked him that in be, an interview. There's going to be spoilers... Um, Spoiler alert. Oh, yeah, guys. R.I.P. Gilgamesh. He died. Yeah, this movie came out already. R.I.P. Yep, yep, yep. yep. R.I.P. Gilgamesh. R.I.P. Selma Hayek. Yeah. R.I.P. Who else we got? Who else we got? Um, Who else dies? um, R.I.P. Billy Scar's skateboard. Yep. Crow. Um, Yep. R.I.P. A bunch of random people in Mesopotamia. All the deviants got fucked up. Yeah, all the deviants are dead. Uh, Fjormit, whatever the hell the guy's name is. Tiamat. Tiamat. Yeah. That's good. Live audience, man. Who's our live audience? Our live audience is, uh, am I saying? Yes. Okay, Chelsea is here. She's been on the show before. Longtime fan uh, <laughs> of the podcast. <laughs> I think listen to every episode. No. That's not true at all. <laughs> <laughs> you dropped off like... Not even close. Not yeah. even close. First 10? Yeah. I would have too. <laughs> yeah, me too. We're the worst. And yeah. our second live studio audience... Okay, Yenny's here. Currently suffering from an allergy attack. I'm so sorry. Are you yeah. okay? She doesn't like cats. <laughs> I like cats. Yeah. yeah, just alert. There's a Yenny, difference, Kelly. I don't even I'm not allergic. know your last name, and that's Yenny terrible. Lee. Yenny Lee. I'm just like, it's Yenny. <laughs> Yenny, thanks for being here. I'm excited to be here. To hear and listen. They, they came and watched Eternals with us. So we all went and saw it, and we just came back. And... um. And now, Keller, you can talk about the movie, set it up with Rotten Tomatoes. You want to hand it over to Sir Giles? He's got nothing else better to do. No, he doesn't. Sir Giles, our resident it's British, Saturday night. British announcer. Yeah. Sir Giles. Live on top of the he lives in the attic in our house, but oh. should we move him out here to the top of the booth in the garage? <laughs> he is an old, We have to set this up because Yenny has, no has no idea what the fuck we're talking about. Okay. Sir Giles, what's his deal? This is a British-ass magazine. Uh, that were normal, Empire magazine. normal podcast episode. Normal podcast. You should look at that list. It'll make you mad. What we're doing uh, now, Yenny, is a bonus episode for Patreon because last year during COVID, we just watched every Marvel movie. I knew, so I knew this. Yeah, yeah. So okay, we're just wrapping okay, it out. Yeah. But, uh, but Sir just Giles is our normal announcer who announces the little movies right at the top and then we talk about the movie he because knew, it's a British magazine. He knew Doug Empire. Yeah, he knew founder Doug Empire. Yeah. Uh, Sir Giles is knighted. He is, I think, 98 years old. Uh, he, I think. Um, he, he walks around in a robe. He, and that's it. He farts dust. Uh, he breathes dust. He, he breathes dust. It's gross. He's like, if you've watched What We Do in the Shadows, he's like the Doug Jones vampire character, like a Nosferatu looking guy. Yeah, but half. Yeah, yeah. Half the one who's like the half vampire in the couch. He gets burned alive. <laughs> so now Sir Giles is ready to read the Rotten Tomatoes summary of the movie we're talking about today. To just to just jump into it, Sir Giles. Whenever you're ready, take it away. Eternals, twenty twenty one, two thousand and twenty one, two thousand and twenty one. <laughs> Director Chloe Zhao, and M. Vicious superhero epic that soars as often as it strains. Eternals takes the MCU in intriguing and occasionally confounding new directions. That was, okay, that's pretty good. Thanks. I'm not I'm not mad at that. That's actually I was expecting to be meaner because it is rotten on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. It's like the first Marvel movie that's like 
under sixty percent. Bramp, yeah, they were kind of being nice. It's got a forty-six percent. I've been meaning to go through and read a bunch of those actual reviews because I'll tell you because I you know I'll let you know. I know that they're that and they're, here. We don't, we don't. No, we're not. Gonna, go. This isn't a reading things podcast. Gorgeous and vacant. Mm. The Eternals is the most numbing entry in Marvel's thirteen-year-old MCU franchise, Ouch. even as it struggles to be its weirdest and most philosophical. Okay. How do you feel about that one? Uh, pretty fucking mean, but you know that's that's movie critics' jobs is to be concise and to take an idea and to you know that's that's their job. Clearly, we're supposed to leave the cinema filled with an urgent sense of anticipation. Mm-hmm. But all I felt was relief that the two and a half hour running time had finally come to an end. That one doesn't do anything for me. That's Sandra me. Hall. See what, of the what, Sydney Morning Herald. What Sandra Hall was doing is the thing that I don't appreciate when movie critics do and i'm speaking for myself too when they're just dismissive and they're like i'm gonna use this as an opportunity to be really clever snarky and it's not even clever (laughs) i mean it's it's funny if you are also somebody who felt the same you'll hear that and be like (laughs) nice i mean it's like that doesn't do anything for me you know but that's fine please don't read anymore keller stop put the put the phone down eternals is somehow Marvel's most ambitious movie, yeah. and also its worst. Oh, ouch! Mike McGranigan. Well, I, I these are. I got to find a good one. And also, just to clarify, these are pieces of full written reviews. They're not just a movie critic coming in with one sentence and being like "rotten" or "tomato good." That's not what they do. Eternals has a lot of heart and beauty that drips off the screen when you watch it. Drips off the screen. It's dripping off of them. I think they were in a wet movie. There's a theater. lot of yeah, there's a lot of good looking people in the movie. That's for there's sure. There's a leak. Um, should we should we get into it, Keller? Or do you want to just? I'm gonna keep doing this. Please stop. <laughs> it's the worst. Um, you said one thing you liked it. You said special effects good. Uh, what else? What else did you like about it? Or a thing you love? Did we talk about what you? The loved? Macari scene was so cool. Ah, uh-huh. her beating the shit out of Icarus was mm-hmm. awesome. It was. It was really cool and like impactful. The noise, like the the sound design. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For Macari was super dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was awesome. I said any future Superman movie should take notes. Yeah, yeah for sure. I apparently this one Chloe Zhao was taking notes from like Man of Steel with the way that they shot and you know I get, did Superman's I see that power. Too, yeah. I can see that definitely. The way the camera followed him and mm-hmm. stuff and and again I'm fine with that because I'm like. Icarus is a character I don't give a shit about as much as Superman. So mm-hmm. if you want to have Icarus kill people, hey, go for it. Sun. Go for it. But if you want to have Superman kill people as your way to be like, this is my way. This is my way to tell a compelling story about Superman. I'm like, you know what? I am not okay with that. Turns out. Turns out. Don't like it. After a lot of soul searching and yeah, thought. Yeah, you know me. I do. Since 2013, I've been like, do I like Man of Steel? Turns out Superman. No. Turns out no. It's okay. We can it's change okay. Our mind. We can change our mind. I mean, not the movie. Is it's not okay, okay to change our mind. It is okay. Maybe I'll change my mind about this movie someday. Maybe you will. I don't know. <laughs> Can I ask you this? Do you think? Uh, um, I talked about this with some other people and my buddies, Adam and Augustine, and stuff about like people I've seen say how I feel about this movie is also going to kind of depend on whatever they do next. Meaning, if another movie comes out or another whatever comes out and it's great, will that make me like Eternals more because they set up what they are going to pay off? And that's I don't an know. Uh, that, I mean is that an unfair way to look at a movie? Do you feel the same way? Do you feel like I don't give a shit about that? Cuz I know you're you're not interested in a sequel or whatever. No. Okay. I don't need to see this movie again. Mhm. So, I don't know if I ever will find out if a future movie makes this one better. Mhm. Because I don't know if I'm going to revisit it. But I mean, if you're already like a Marvel fan, like if you're just I'm invested. You know, yeah. 
like you're gonna see other Marvel movies. Yeah, will, will they pl- will they play shit out me off. in those movies? Is what I'm saying. Like they might. I don't know. Do you I see don't know saying? what they can play out from this movie that I'm gonna care oh. about. There could easily be an Avengers movie where they deal with a celestial. Do you I see what I'm saying? It. I and get like, that. The Eternals will be like, there. So I don't care if they're there. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you're not seeking that out. No. Um, I do not need to see more of these characters. So you like special effects, Makari, and that's it. Uh, that's okay. Kamel was awesome. Okay, great. He was great. He was very funny. He was very funny. Yes. He had some great lines. And, uh, is his name Kern? Uh, Karun, Karun, I think. Karun Patel. And he's played by an actor named, I think, Harish Patel. I think. Yeah. Who's like a super famous Bollywood actor. He's been in like a hundred movies because he's been acting since he was like a child. Mm-hmm. So he has, you know, he's like Bollywood royalty. Yeah. You know, gets put in the movie. Um, let's do it. Let's, let's state our cases. He was great. Yeah, no, not that. Yeah, yes, we're all in that's agreement. That's my case. We're that's all how agreement. I feel about it. We're all in agreement. I think he did a great job, and yeah. uh, I'm yeah. surprised to hear that you feel otherwise. Okay, <laughs> what's your case? <laughs> Shit. Uh, no, I was, um, I think I, I heard something very interesting about the role of the uh, of the goofy sidekick played by a South Asian character, but mm-hmm. I didn't say that. I'm not going to take credit for that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't yeah, say yeah, yeah. it. If anybody else wanted to, I mean, it's okay. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, nobody else has to chime in. Um, <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Um, but there's a bunch of stuff to talk about with this movie, good and bad. Yes. I, we're walking out, and I t- it's the second time I've seen it, and I told you I love this movie, and I can see the flaws. I can see the script where it, it could have done things differently, could have done things better. Mm-hmm. Um, I am really curious about a lot of the, why did you guys make this decision? Why yeah. is this character here and not there? Why is this character dead by the end of the movie, but this one's alive? You know, and and it, for me, a lot of it comes down to what are your future plans with these characters? Did you skimp on giving us more Angelina Jolie because she's going to play a bigger role in part two? And if so, it's like, OK, then maybe I'm OK with that. If, if this is the only movie with Icarus. I don't want every movie to be set up, man. No, I know. No, up. it's it, this they, is they, maybe they the most be. set up they've done in a long time. It, and. What's weird is that there's still this big cataclysmic thing that happens at the end of the fucking movie. Like it still and has a beginning, middle, and nobody else in the MCU cares so far that we know of. We haven't seen anybody comment. I feel like on some it. Doctor Strange you could know? have showed up pretty quick. Yeah, man, where is that guy, dude? Where's he's, he been? He's hanging out with Spider Man. Do you turns think out. that? Do you think that the? It's weird because if you go by like the chronology of these movies, yes, and there are people who look at the. I saw someone watching them in chronological order the other day, and you uh, would have, yeah. Oh, I think your I phone may into have the water. seen that too. Mm-hmm. Was it a... Okay, going to watch Captain Marvel second. <sighs> it's crazy. It's upsetting. <laughs> it's very upsetting. I was really... I was impressed because I think if it's the same video that I'm thinking of... It wasn't a video. Oh. It's just a... Somebody just you know in person? They were live tweeting. Them? Oh, God. Yeah, I was walking by someone's house yeah. and I was like, I'm going to put this <laughs> on. I looking, watched the first of the MCU. Looking in the window and you didn't knock on the door? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, was it? No. No. She Chelsea's friend. Very yeah. Which movies have Paul Bettany in them? Which movies have Robert Downey Jr. in them? <laughs> I'll work Which my way backwards. Have, yeah. I'll work my way backwards. <laughs> I've seen. backwards, you hear Dark Side of the Moon. Exactly. It's like they saw mm-hmm, Vision. Mm-hmm. They saw Vision come back to life, then die. In WandaVision. Then, this is Chelsea's friend we're talking about. Then she went back and saw Vision die in the Avengers movie. That dude can't stop dying. Then, I don't think he's good at his job. Like, Vision's very good. Well, I think his job should be staying alive, at you, least. You know why he messed up? Love. Because uh-huh. he was in love with Wanda. Oh my god. It's That's, so gnarly when they pull it out of his yeah. head, though. 
and he and all he loses all the color in his in his robot yeah. body. Um, yeah, uh, I like it. Yeah, it's neat. It's, it's cool sad. when it happens. It's, it's cool and good. <laughs> um, oh man, now I'm just thinking about people watching these movies in a weird, fucked up order. But what I, I was going to say until was, someone's like, "Well, Eternals takes place first, seven two thousand BC." <laughs> Here's the thing. I got to start with this. Here's the thing. I would almost <laughs> someone pre- will would, do that. I would almost prefer that shit because I've seen people that at least it has no bearing on anything. Like you don't. They barely mention I mean, something else. Yeah, but I, I'm so curious about, do people, have people watched these movies in any kind of an order that's outside of what the order they released them in? And then do they yeah, get spoiled for stuff? Just like, and I feel bad. I'll admit how I watch it. Oh, how? Good. How'd you watch it? What's on Saturday on TBS. <laughs> oh, very really? funny. Very funny. Yeah, TV, okay. So the Marvel movies are very funny to you. Got it. Got it. They know funny. They What's don't the know drama. No, they don't know TNT, drama. we know drama. TBS, TBS very, very funny. funny. USA, yeah. characters yeah. welcome. So you see this like action, you know, kids superhero Spike movie. TV. And then like a couple episodes of The Office. That's that's your, the, you take a Marvel uh-huh. movie in with Two it. episodes no, I, of yeah. The Office. Oh, but I'll take little bits and pieces. An episode of My Wife yeah. and Kids. I'm yeah right. <laughs> you know John Krasinski was almost Captain America. No. What? That actually, the the real thing that happened he is he went to the audition and then he saw Chris Hemsworth walk by and he was like, nope, I'm not. I can't do this because Chris Hemsworth is like a literal god. <laughs> so he's like, oh, I can't play this character. But and then, then Chris they, Hemsworth and then didn't get Evans it. did it. No, but Hemsworth was there auditioning for Thor or something, or he had already okay. been cast. Okay. Because. Because they did Thor in the first Captain America to, movie. He was just hanging around close. at the yeah. auditions. This is ba- early days Marvel. I want to see what they, these guys are like. They probably had one casting office. I don't know. Probably I had one. You know, back back yeah. in the small days mm-hmm. when they had they had. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. They need all of them. No one had a shirt on. Yeah. So what an awesome office. It was very sweaty in there. People are just in there going. I think it was a sauna. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Everybody's um, walking around in towels. They, there are people who. I hope. I hope you get it, man. Yeah. Hey, man. Good luck. <laughs> good luck in there. Good luck, bro. Good luck, John Krasinski. Yeah. Good luck, John Krasinski. I love you in the office. And then man. he looks right at the camera. And he's like, dude. Yeah. 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 John. John. Yeah. Looked at the camera. And went. I'm not cap. There's a lot of hot naked guys in here. Mm, I'm out of here. Uh, I'm not this hot. I'm gonna go get hot for Jack Ryan. And then he did. On, on and he's Amazon. Like, you know what? Prime. I actually like the CIA, and yeah. it's cool, and we should talk about it a lot. Boo. <laughs> Oh boy! Did I tell you that Jeffrey Wright talked about the CIA when I interviewed him for no. James Bond? It was awesome because he's you know Felix oh, yeah. Leiter, mm-hmm. and he's he was like he was like the CIA has a long and complex. That's a whole other thing. And I'm like, you're so cool. That's yeah, so yeah. cool. Yeah, he's so aware. Okay, there <laughs> are so people, aware. Keller. There are people who study these movies to the degree where they look at like dates on newspapers. Yeah, you know, to try to figure out to place them when they happen. Hey, uh, if you know any of those people, yeah, don't ever introduce me to them. Okay. It's fine. They're okay. all online friends, but okay. I do know those folks. And like all right. <laughs> they, and they have they have confirmed and also one of the producers I think of Eternal said this takes place at the same time as the TV show The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. But then apparently after Which is the real Falcon small potatoes when you uh, yeah. consider But then after that and Eternals, like a few months later is Spider-Man Far From Home when he goes on his European vacation and I'm like nobody none of those kids in that movie talked about the huge hand that came out of the Pacific Ocean. So like it trips me up. You know, and and, and, no and is it because they didn't want to spoil Eternals in that earlier shit that came out? I think Drew it could change everybody's mind or maybe. whatever. Maybe I mean that could have happened, but yeah, it was on the better news. Better not have happened. A few they weeks said after, not to do that the whole movie. Yeah, it, it was on the news, and so I wonder if so. There's a line in Captain America, I think. Maybe where just like, crazy shit happens so often. It's like, yeah. dude, 
the hand yeah. coming out of the ocean was like just one of you know two months ago a bunch of stuff it at flew least, over it i it, saw it out of the plane on the way yeah, here dipshit two okay shut ago. up well like there's a line in falcon and winter soldier where uh, i think sam wilson says like the world's crazy right now there's a hand something in something something Pacific he, doesn't, Ocean. he doesn't say that he just says the world's crazy and there's it's like five fingers coming out of the them? water um, is that just them talking about that shit? I don't know. I want to see. I want to see somebody. <laughs> That's talk probably about what it's it. like. I don't know what we're gonna do in these next like five movies, but yeah. they want to. Yeah, the this should take place around the same. The world's crazy. Oh my god, stuff's crazy. That the stock crazy. market's up and down. That hand yeah. over there. At least the stuff that happened in Shang Chi was like a secret. Like they were in another dimension when they're fighting the big dragon. Yeah, at the end and of it's chick, like on the side you know? of a skyscraper, way up in the sky. Yeah, like, but, but that's still kind of like. Pretty low, like there's a there's a bus accident. No one in San saw Fran. the dragon. Yeah, nobody saw that. Nobody the only, saw the, the only people who know are like Hulk and Captain the Marvel. The big dragon from you know and Wong. What's the bad thing called? The Dweller in Darkness. Oh my God. Wait, I, mm-hmm. The D and D. Please, please about Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten oh, Rings. No, is it the same guy from like Eternals? Gilgamesh. No, no, no. totally different. Ooh, I thought they looked the same. <laughs> well, I mean. Gilgamesh, Gilgamesh. Did you miss yeah. me earlier when I was like, wait, is yeah. this the same actor? Yeah. Oh, wait, I'm really racist. Yeah. Gilgamesh Sorry, is so played by, okay. Gilgamesh in Eternals is played by Don Lee. And, who is a, and who's a Korean actor. Korean actor. Yeah, because they're, they're big, they're big thick guys. They're big thick boys, you know? And the other guy is Benedict Wong, who I think is a Chinese actor, I think. Um, who he has played Wong in the Doctor Strange and Avengers yeah, movies. Yeah, so he's in uh, he's in um, Shang Chi at the end of Shang Chi. Whoops. So yeah. I mean, I've seen that dude yeah. around. That's why I was like, yeah. oh yeah, that guy. There, he's this. from Eccles, England. Millennia? Yes, he is. But uh, like, I'm ethnically, to, racially, yeah. I think Benedict Wong uh, comes from China. I think Hong I'm Kong. not sure Hong Kong. But he, yeah, he's a British actor. Um, the same as uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. There's two Benedicts in that movies. Um, so I don't know. The placing of Eternals is funky and weird. The whole thing is all up. Everything's up in the air right now. Everything's up in oh the air. Oh my goodness! You know what a place to be. What's Spider Man? The new Spider Man movie going to do? I don't know. It's you know it's, it's Doctor Strange is in it. It's going to be a bunch of shenanigans. And you and feel then, safe in this. What do you mean? Like you feel okay? Yeah, it's awesome. Everything's going good. I'm like I'm like taking it all in. You I'm don't like, feel that there's been it. a faltering. No, no, no. Because I think right now is it's a really interesting area in the era in their movies mm-hmm. which is like there is they're just a lot of setup you know i think that the thanos story took so much uh uh screen time and story mm-hmm. time and i think that they nailed it in my opinion i think that they did you know they, they had teased thanos for all these movies and then when he finally showed up everyone was like okay this guy sucks so far like you got to make him cool and then they spent one movie infinity war and at the end of that movie, everyone was like, Thanos is great. He's like the best villain because they took their time and they yeah, writ yeah. him out and they, you know, everybody understood him and it was well acted and cool CG and it all worked. And he killed everybody at the end. And then I think since then they have, they are, they're setting up a bunch of different stuff. They're setting up space stuff and they're setting up young Avengers. You know, they're setting up kids to replace the characters. Um, but also so, how are they like you know, the Infinity Stones? Yeah. Are what uh, protect the five realms six realms whatever not go realms on, you go know what on. i'm saying no i have no idea what you're talking about because there's uh, two what you're saying there's too many of those this now controls time this controls this. this yes, controls yes, this yes, yes. and then we find out none of that yes. fucking matters because of loki and then we find out none uh, of that that's fucking not true matters that's not true with loki that different yeah. timelines yeah how do timelines butt up against the celestials 
Yeah, it's a great question. Well, it's shit that this they is have a question to, for you. Yeah, they sh- it's, a sh- it's shit that they have to figure out. No, you I'm know? asking you to tell me. To tell you? Well, you know. I mean... You've read all this. The, How do they work together? The answer is there's a bunch of different ways they could do it. And people have said one thing that they could be leading up to that deals with time travel, that deals with alternate realities, that deals with is space Kang the shit, is Kang the Conqueror slash... Fantastic um, Four. Secret Wars. Could be a kind of an event that nobody knows you know, about these wars. Nobody does. They're secret. They absolutely are secret. So, like, yes, as a comic book fan, as a big Marvel fan, I can see some of what they're. Who shooting knows towards. about the wars? Some of what they're shooting to all the superheroes, but none of all the regular the superheroes. People. Yeah. Oh. Do you know what secret none of these wars normies? is? You don't know what secret wars is? Uh, Black Ops. Nope. Basically. Yeah. It's all. Um, it's uh, like Black Briar. What is it? What was the name? Yeah, of that? Yeah, yeah. that horrible. That's what it was. Post Bush. Oh. Everything I thought you were just is, talking about the bad thing in uh, Born Identity. Yeah, I think it was called Black Bride. Black Bride. But it was based yep. off of like... Which is the same thing. Yeah. Black time. Gate. Anyway, the, 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 the answer, Keller, is do they have a plan? I think they do. I think it's shifting. And I think they could move towards something. But I think... Do you um, think that they are laying that out clearly yeah. enough for people to I don't keep know. interest? But I also think that they... I think that they purposefully are not laying something out. I know that. Because I because I know... But, you know that Chloe Zhao is a big Marvel fan and she was apparently like, ooh, should we include this? Should we bring in this character? Should we bring in this character? And Kevin Feige, the head of Marvel and somebody else were saying, actually, since the Thanos Infinity Saga, we want to take a step back. We want to do a movie where people don't have to think about all that shit and it's just these characters and they its still own you know, did thing. But anyway. I mean, it's Marvel. And they still brought it up anyway. They're going to set up, uh, they're going to mention Thanos, sure, because, yeah. you know, I want them to fucking mention shit. Like, it's it, it broke the world. But then the they world, don't mention shit. You know? It's like crazy stuff's happening in the world, man. world's crazy right now. So world's crazy right yes. now. Yes. Yeah. Please. Sorry. Just mm-hmm. a question. Yeah. Please step up to the mic. If you want to, you can grab it. There we go. It's just a question. Please, please, question. please. Please. That's what we wanted. The premise of like Black Panther is that like everything in museums are looted. Yes. And in the opening scene of Eternals, yeah. it's about essentially showing like the kinds of artifacts, right? Giving the it to that child and exactly then it's in a British Eternals. museum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How would Killjoy feel about this if you knew that it was black? <laughs> Killjoy. I think that's a oh. good villain name. All of the, um, that's great. That's a great question. All the technology was invented by someone who looks like him. That's a really great question. Um, I would love to know what Killmonger thought, thinks of the Sorry, Eternals. Killjoy, Kill Killjoy. <laughs> you know, there's another. Mar- there's an entirely different Marvel character named Kill Raven. There's like a bunch. There's of, not a Killjoy. Yeah. Honestly, no. that sounds like a real, like yeah. a Deadpool sh- villain, right? There should be, right? Yeah, like Deadpool like one of Killjoy, Joker's yeah. buddies in yeah. uh, yeah. yeah. DC. Yeah. Universe and whatnot is that unlike a lot of other characters, like the Eternals, literally put in the time. Uh huh. So they're, you know, they're doing the. They're they're bacon. Yeah. Like at the same scale as the seed, you know? Yeah. So it's fascinating to me that you have like all, all these other like characters that are, uh, they never get old, they never get young or whatever. Yep. But they get to sort of move around time, whereas these, these guys have to stick around for the whole thing. So yeah. it's fascinating that they like to have this premise of like ancient civilizations, like I was there, you mm-hmm. know, like Babylon or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But they. I don't know it's just it's very unusual how you're just a complete observer yes you know, part of like your job and so yeah. do the timekeepers sort of yeah intercede and i do the timekeepers know about oh, the eternals yeah. yeah the timekeepers sure but then again the do time we know keepers, that they know the timekeepers aren't real well and i mean the, does kang know that that's the thing about the tv show loki is that 
the the guy behind the curtain. Not even Inman. I mean, like, does an Owen Wilson know about the Eternals? I'm gonna say fucking yeah, probably. Because if they probably. were like, I was yeah, there yeah, when yeah. Pompeii would yeah, happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sure they do. But that's a whole. Here's here's the thing I also want to stress, which I think is a very interesting point. Okay. Is that Marvel Comics is a story that is still being told now. Wow. There are issues that are coming out. I know I'm I, I know I'm, I'm sounding like a jackass, but the really interesting kidding. thing is like generations of writers and artists are like throwing shit into this mm-hmm. and other people come in and mix it together and they go, "Oh, this actually connects to this." Right. You know, a great line that's a throwaway line is Kumail Nanjiani says, "Actually, when I met him 50 years ago, he thought I was a vampire. He tried to stake me through the heart." And that's a fun line, but then unbeknownst to everybody, Years ago, a comic book creator created Blade and introduced vampires into Marvel. So, like, that's legit. So, could in a future movie starring Kingo, could he ever fucking meet a vampire? Do Eternals know that vampires are real? Probably. I don't know. And could could a writer bring those two ideas together and go, this is interesting. Especially since there is a vampire in this movie. Yeah. At the end, (laughs) you hear it. (laughs) Half vampire, half... Human, maybe no. He's full vampire. He's just a daywalker. But the point is, is like, yeah, he's just a daywalker. Marvel Comics, especially more even than DC Comics. DC Comics is interesting because DC Comics they frequently they step back and they go reset and they fuck with their shit all the time for better and for worse. But Marvel has stuck true to their thing since 1961, however bad it is, and they've had writers come in and try to fix it, tweak it, address it, change things here and there. But like they have. Stayed with a singular story since since August of 1961 to this point, and different writers will come up with totally different separate ideas, and it's and it's down to the editors and other people. Sometimes across generations, sometimes they'll hire a writer working today, and they'll go, you know, when I was young, I read this comic book in the 70s, and there was this interesting idea. I'm going to bring that back. There's this interesting character. I'm going to bring that back and try to get it to work again, or try to expand on it, or whatever. So it's a really the Eternals being a movie. Yeah, it's a really interesting just like clusterfuck of ideas. And sometimes there's a brilliant little strand and sometimes there's this great thing that comes out of it. And the whole premise of Eternals is, to me, it's really interesting and unique and cool, but it's also not unique because like I was saying in the house, like there's so much of it that is pure Marvel. And Abby didn't like the idea, I've mentioned this before, that these characters could be around for millennia, but only when they get to Earth. Does the humanity change their minds? Because it's a it's a nice thought, but it's maybe not a realistic thought. And in the grand scheme of things, yes, Earth means nothing to the rest of the universe. It's just a planet, and we are some primates, and we happen to have built cars and an internet. But that's it. But Marvel Comics works I've as a vehicle. I've never built a car or internet. <laughs> you could if you wanted. I could have. But Marvel Comics are... I got uh, thumbs. Are, are, <laughs> you could do it. That's And that's the key. You're right. You couldn't do it like this. Mm-mm. You could do it like this. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You ever look at your feet and go, what the fuck are you there for, man? Exactly. Thank God I got all five of those toes, though. Those toe, yeah, mm-hmm. for balance. It's for balance. thumb toe. You know, this one here. Mm-hmm. But Marvel is just a, a, a mythology for young kids to teach them not to be assholes. That's all Marvel does. And it does that by reflecting and being like, you know what? When you're good, you are special. When you're a good person, that is actually special. And we're going to tell this outrageous story that deals with cosmic space gods, but even they recognize when you're a good person, you're special. Unless it's bad. Unless you're a bad person. Well, then you're, unless it's a bad story. People are do bad things in these stories. Elaborate. Elaborate. I can't even think of any good examples other than like. 
Iron sometimes, Man sometimes, just being like, yeah. the military's actually cool, and yeah. I like it, and I think it should be bigger. Yeah. Or but the, uh, a the fucking fun... helicarrier, man. <laughs> well, yeah. That's an abomination. Nick Fury and, and S.H.I.E.L.D. not the abomination. And the really interesting thing is that S.H.I.E.L.D. died, kind of. Like, like they set up sure. that idea, and then they're like, we have to take it down. It's been infiltrated then, by Nazis. But then it's like... <laughs> We started other shield. Back. Yeah, secret shield. Shield's dead. And Here's that happened, shield. We got to do secret shield for the secret wars <laughs> that, on the secret invasion. That happened too when they they admitted that the U.S. government had white supremacists in it. When they admitted that in a Marvel movie, they also that happened at the same time as a TV show about Agents of Shield, and they had to keep going. Yeah. And they're like, no, but we're good guys. And they, you know, so it's there's a bunch of conflicting ideas. And then they never you know? really said white supremacists. Yeah, they just said Hydra, which is Hydra. a stand-in for you know. But they'll never say anything. I mean, nope. We've talked about this yeah. on this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They want to play dress up, but they'll never talk yeah. about what. Yeah, it's it. They're it's supposed they're, to actually they're, be. They're real hesitant about a lot of shit, mm-hmm. you know. And only now we're talking about a movie that had two gay two gay guys kissing each other. And only the now, first Marvel sex you know? scene, and the first Marvel sex scene, and the you know, there's there's first, and we're gonna keep getting first, and it's frustrating and it's annoying, but. Uh, I think that uh, I think Black Panther is probably their most, like, like, like pushing and even the that has you know kind of a thing issues. Sure, sure, but it's like there's some stuff in some of these movies that is that I is, feel like maybe Thor that has, has stuff maybe to say the most too. about colonialism less fucked with message. Oh, interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah, like Thor Ragnarok. You're talking about. We were talking about. Uh, uh, I don't remember the acronym, but the agenda oh. that corporations have. Sure. Yeah. Uh, D-B-E-I, which is diversity. D-B- what is it? D-B-E-I. Yep. Diversity. I feel like I don't see the corporate fingerprints as much inclusion, on Thor Ragnarok. Equity. Got it. Got it. I mean, it, it, it's... The corporate fingers. Yeah. It's all there. It's and there, I, but I feel like it's the least visible. And I, it's, maybe because it's maybe, funny enough. Maybe because it's funny, and I feel as a brown dude who loves this shit and has loved superheroes and Marvel since I was five, it's so fucking weird sometimes to be like, "Hey, I want to give a big corporate group credit, yeah. and I want to praise them and go, hey, that's awesome that you had gay characters in this movie. Good for you. Thumbs up.' And on the other hand, I want to go." Why, like, why am I looking to you to give me some some fucking leftover handouts? Mm-hmm. Why am I praising you? You're doing the bare minimum. You're doing this. You're doing that. You know, it, who did it? Oh, I can, I can, I want to praise director Chloe Zhao. I'm not going to praise the producers. But then she said, actually, it was Marvel's idea. They wanted to include, you know, gay characters in the movie. You know, yeah, it is. But it's also like. I mean, what 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 would be the the maximum they could do? What would be the maximum that a company like this could do? That going forward, every single Marvel superhero movie is going to have or just have a gay like romance a, at the center of it, just to offset the twenty no, three that they've done romance. so far. Just have a you fucking know? gay superhero be the lead of an entire movie, yeah, and that's just who they are. That's it, and that's the movie. You're right. That's not what this was. This no. is still crammed into an ensemble. Maybe sure, sure. The reason why Faustus was the one who could have a kid, though, was that's actually true and I because that was actually pretty clever. It, it, that's actually something too that uh, an Eternals comic, the only one that I really love, came out in 2006, and Neil Gaiman wrote it. And Neil Gaiman, oh, and no that, spoiler alert, uh, they're robots. There, yeah, he did. Did you read that? No. Oh, 
I'm not right. even talking about that. I'm They're, talking yeah. about this. How could, they, how could they reproduce? But Neil Gaiman brings forth the idea that like he's riffing off of Jack Kirby. Jack Kirby created this whole idea in the 70s. And Neil Gaiman's going, okay, if they live forever and they're perfect, how have that? How have they not um, outbred how us? How have they not outbreeded us with children? And because they, if their kids also live forever and they have kids and also live, they would have taken over humanity. So, so Neil kids? Neil Gaiman said they can't have kids. Okay, that's what he said, and he also put forth the idea that Sprite would hate being a child forever, which I get. It's it's something I've seen before. I've seen it in movies, and I you know it would almost be unique to have a kid character be like, I'm fine with being a kid. I don't give a shit. I'm fine. But Benjamin it's, Button, yeah. <laughs> Interview with the vampire. It doesn't make any sense. So he put that forward. So yeah. Um, what we do in the shadows? Yeah, we just yeah. killed a pedophile. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> oh, cool, man. Great. Cool, man. The Peter Pan you know. moment felt like breaking the fourth wall. Sure. Because again, I think that uh, that uh, that looks a, a lot like Tinkerbell. That's a reference. I think is to, the main reference. Yeah. And who who wrote Peter Pan? Uh, fuck Jane Barry. J- Jane Barry. J. M. Barry. J. M. Barry wrote Johnny Peter Depp, Pan. Boo. Johnny <laughs> Johnny Depp played J. M. Barry. Yep. And in the Neil Gaiman comic I just mentioned, Neil Gaiman put the idea forward. Somebody mentions Peter Pan, and Sprite goes, "Ugh, I told J. M. Barry that story in confidence, or something like." Oh, I talked to J. M. Barry, and then J. M. Barry goes and writes the inspiration for this new story, Peter Pan and the Lost Boys. So that I think was a reference to that, and I almost I almost would have preferred a line that's that from Sprite saying something like. Ugh, not again. Like I told that guy, I don't want that. I talked either. to that guy one time, you know, but that's that's it's that's them just plugging these characters he, in. And he thought it was Freddie Highmore. Yeah, <laughs> the whole time. Um, the whole time. So the other thing too that is that is cool about the Eternals is um, it's Jack Kirby working through a lot of this shit. Yes, and the stuff that he was interested in that he was doing at Marvel with Thor, and then he left Marvel to go work for DC Comics and created a bunch of characters called the New Gods. And the fourth world, and characters like Darkseid and Orion and Mister Miracle and Big Barda and all these characters. Then he got fired I feel or like quit Big Barda DC. Does yeah. not fit the rest of those names. Yeah, they're all pretty silly. Well, um, Darkseid, yeah. I get. Yeah, yeah. How about Granny Goodness? How about that name? That's worse. It's hilarious. It's even worse. Yeah, and she's, she's, a scary she's even character. bad. Yeah, she's she's a, Granny she, Badness. Yeah, but her name is Granny Goodness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of. What a juxtaposition. Craziness like that. So then he goes back to Marvel and he's like, I wasn't done telling the story at DC with the new gods. I just have a couple more ideas. Let me just do it in Eternals. And he only does it I for- I hope they make a movie in for 600 like, years. For like about a year and some change. He just works on the story and then he stopped. Mm-hmm. Um, and and he was, we got this out of it. Yeah, we did. And and he was working through ideas of what if ancient aliens visited civilizations. That's a whole TV show on Discovery+. Plus. Yes, it is. Now it is. Ancient, ancient aliens. aliens. Yeah. Which, Which apparently is, is yeah. all pretty racist. I mean, yeah, the basis of it. Mm-hmm. How could brown people have built the then pyramids? Why lean into the movie? How? They're because still supposed to be robot aliens designed yeah. by yeah. some other giant, what looked uh, like I'll, a Rock'em Sock'em robot. I'll tell you why. Because a couple of years ago, Marvel had on their slate the Inhumans. They took that off. Yeah. Do you know why? No. Because ABC Television just made a TV show called The Inhumans. Oh, yeah. But weren't they, they supposed to be the same thing? Yeah. Same characters? Yeah. Why'd they do that? Because ABC could. So ABC did it, and they did it as a spinoff of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And I think when ABC did that, I think Marvel was like, well, now we're fucked because we can't make our in- Inhumans movie well, because this deal. is supposed to be all the same thing. Make the Fantastic Four instead. Yeah, but they didn't have the rights then. Oh. They only recently got them when they merged with Fox. So these are all this like so shifting Eternals plans. So Eternals has been in the... 
I think works it, longer I, than that. No, I think Eternals happened when they lost or couldn't do Inhumans. Okay. And there are similar ideas. Why would the, why would you even tell a story with these kinds of characters anyway? Well, because what do you know about the Inhumans? What do you know? I mean, like that they're not humans. Yes. Number one, they're not, first, but they kind of mostly. are. And they deal with that shit of like, oh, they're thousands of years old. They're experimented on. They're yeah, people. Yeah, they yeah. have powers. They're they they have a very interesting and unique origin compared to other superhero characters. Let's do some shit like that's cool. Let's do more space stuff that's not Guardians of the Galaxy galaxy man child stuff but like you know heady space let's do 2001 a space odyssey jack kirby did the comic book 2001 you know to adapt the movie back in the day so he mm-hmm. was into that stuff and then he kept doing a comic that was took place after the movie he kept it as a comic series he kept yeah, going at marvel dune. which is weird yeah dune anyway i think the answer to your question is that they that Marvel looked at Eternals and went, this is unique, this is interesting. It's an opportunity to have another ensemble with a bunch of different people. We could diversify. We could, because they're late on, hey, you guys haven't had a gay character, a disabled character, a South Asian character, but and like they're like, said, let's knock it all out in all one movie. all these pantheons of gods exist, yeah. yeah, why do they fit in? It's a great question. Who's Zeus? Zeus is Zeus, who I think still is real, and his, and his son is Hercules. That's like, we're talking to five of the, yeah, Greek gods. But in also, this? you didn't know this that there's in the comic books an eternal character that was cut from the film who is Thena's father named Zuras, who's a big dude with a beard, who's like oh. the father of the Eternals. Well, and that's supposed to be that Zeus. explains it. Uh, all right then. Anyway, you. I feel like I'm talking too much. I feel like what I'm about, rambling. What about Harry Styles? Yeah, what about him? Good or bad? I, I have thoughts on that too. Good or bad? Uh, I don't know because Harry we're Styles. Because already about to have another. Good-looking spacemen come into this with Adam Warlock, right? That's true. It's going to be just a yeah a staring Overload. contest. I mean, is it bad to have too many good-looking space guys? They're all white dudes. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, Star Fox is an interesting character. Uh, Harry Styles. Can I say my opinion about Harry? Please, Harry? yeah, go ahead. I feel like Avengers ended, and Marvel was like, "What can we do? That's the next big thing." Sure. Oh shit, only Harry Styles is the next big thing. And it's a cop out. I would have thought the same thing. And I you may but I've be seen right. His work in Dunkirk. You may <laughs> be right, but according to the director, and I feel like she's I feel like she, Chloe Zhao is pretty authentic in her interviews and shit. Like I don't know how savvy she is, and I don't know if she could be lying to us. She could be a great actor. But she said, no joke. She goes, I watched Dunkirk and I remembered that I really liked Harry Styles in it. And then in developing this movie, I told Marvel, I think it would be great to do a movie that shows Thanos' brother and to tie Thanos into the whole Celestials thing because maybe that's where Thanos' thinking came from. Something to do. If, if, if Celestials are like, we have to destroy a planet to create a baby, to grow into a man, to create other planets and galaxies. Thanos, if he comes from that whole world, he's probably like, yes, I agree. That's what we should do. You know, to, to to kill some people who cares to save other people, to create other people. So Chloe Zhao apparently had the pitch for, I want to do Thanos' brother. I've known Harry Styles as a great actor for years. It should be Harry Styles and pitched it as Harry. There was no other actor that they looked at, according to Chloe. Mm-hmm. If Harry Styles didn't want to do it, then maybe they wouldn't have done the character. I think that's crazy, too, because in the comic books, Star Fox is a male character who at one point kind of used his superpowers to seduce a woman because he has superpowers that are like, he gives off pheromones that makes people like love him or like him. Mm-hmm. And and he did this shit and then they had sex. And then the I think the female character was 
no, I'm tr- I'm misremembering it. I was confusing it with something that Captain Marvel dealt with, that Carol dealt with some bullshit too. But he did this shit, and then years later, another writer came in and kind of acknowledged it and went, hey, that was fucked up. Yeah. He should not have done that. Actually, this guy should like be held accountable for his crimes, and then he did. So it was this interesting thing where it's the same as how in the comic books, the original Ant-Man, Hank Pym, played by Michael Douglas, hit his wife in an issue of the comics. He hit her. And it, there's a lot of controversy over that moment because people have like read the original comic script and it wasn't in the script. So the artist kind of did it. And was the artist, did the artist intend to, to display a domestic abuse incident or was the artist just trying to be comic book dramatic? There's a bunch of shit where it's like, uh, maybe they didn't mean for that, but it still happened. And since that moment happened, the character of Hank Pym has been very remorseful and they've written it into his story. Like he talks about it all the time. He's like, one time I went too far and I hit Jan. And he keeps bringing it up. They didn't do that in the movies. They decided not to have that character, you know, be an abusive guy in the movies. The same reason they didn't really go into Tony Hark's, Tony Stark's alcoholism. Mm-hmm. But in the comics, he's an alcoholic and he had a whole, like, it was bad. But and then that's when they rock bottom. Them. I mean, but it makes sense. They Correct. And that, I mean, that's one of the reasons it, it really worked with Robert Downey Jr. So for Star Fox, I think that it's actually kind of brilliant to get Harry Styles because he is actually incredibly charming. And a lot of, he has a huge fan base with women. A lot of women around the world fucking think he's great. He's super talented. You know, he's very good looking. So match that actor with that character. And then you go, what are you guys going to do with that character? And I don't think they're going to make him bad, but I think they'll make him, they'll lean into his like sex appeal, quote unquote. You know? Yeah. So there was a sex scene in this yeah. movie, man. Yeah. What's that? So there was a sex scene in this movie, man. Yeah. So this is the first sexiness. What were you saying? You, know, you don't oh, think I that they'll. I need to see a movie with Harry Styles, though. You don't need to? Huh. And that was Patton Oswalt <laughs> as uh, that was Patton Oswalt. Oh, Pip, yeah, Pip I heard. Troll. And I think Pip mm-hmm. looked bad. Yeah, they're gonna. Fi- I'm sure they're gonna fix that. Here's the deal. I'm sure they they spent so much money on all the everything. On Harry Styles. And then that post <laughs> yeah, the mid credit scene, and they're like, he looked like a garden gnome. Yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah, I think I think the next time you see him, you know how like Thanos changed little by little. Uh-huh. I think they've come. It's because yeah. they came a long way since then. Mm-hmm. Special effects. Yeah. I know they that, had I, it, dude. They I saw that. Done it. I saw that, and I went, "That's a budget thing. It has oh, to be." Poor Pip has to be. Poor nope. Pip. He'll Pip look just good later. Looks bad later. He'll look good later. I think. They'll, I think they Pip might just look bad. They might even change Talk it. Talk about the sex scene. Um, what you Weird think of the sex scene? Bad. Did you get a big old boner? Oh my god. <laughs> uh, I liked it. I didn't think it was. Uh, weird, but I know people have. I know I have friends that are like, I didn't think Gemma Chan and and Richard Madden had any chemistry. I can no. see that. And also, I, you know. I bought into it, but it I could see it. So, did it feel uncomfortable? Almost pandering. Mm. <laughs> like, we get it. Mm-hmm. People are saying we've never the done MCU one. Doesn't fuck. Yeah. And now and you're did. like, uh huh. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's like um. I do have a girlfriend in Canada. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> uh, yeah. Could they have done that? I I, I, think I don't they care if they haven't done it before yeah. either. It's like yeah, fine, don't. Yeah. And if you are going to, it's sure. sex scene with Francis McDormand in Nor- Nomadland. Mm. I think that's also what Chloe Zhao was like. This is what happens yeah. on the more expensive camp next door. You know? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was too much. I think uh, I'm glad it was in there, but I'm sure it, it could have been less awkward or whatever. But you know, why do Eternals have yeah. sex if they can't have kids? Though, why do dolphins have sex? <laughs> I don't 
because they can have but kids. also because it feels good but they also have sex because it feels good okay that's why okay they're the only uh, other animal you should think of a better one to they're the only other animal on the planet that does it just because it feels good just because it feels good yeah, I think so. I mean, I think, you know... This is like, iRobot. Like, we got in the car and Keller was like... I think he said something like, it doesn't matter, they're all robots. And I was like, yeah, but they're Well, I'm people. not saying that. I'm saying yeah. I don't... I can't... Connect? To connect to a character because it's a robot. <laughs> except I did watch that stupid Finch movie and did not care for the robot. Uh, <laughs> the, the Tom, Tom Hanks, Hanks movie? movie? Yeah. 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 Uh, That's fine. If you didn't connect to the characters, it's not because they're robots. It's because it's you didn't connect to robots. the robots. No, and I even like... Because we all connect to the Iron Most Giant the actors, and shit. Yeah. You know, we all connect to... Best robot of all time. The robot voiced by Robin Williams in Robots. Like, and Vision. Great. Vision's a robot, sure. Yeah, Bicentennial Man. Yeah, great movie. The robot and robots. And iRobot. And robots. And robots. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Wally. There was a frame that reminded me of um, Iron Giant. Ooh, which one? Yeah, read it like over like the UK, just like through the clouds. Yeah. <laughs> that was scary. That's so big and cosmic and cool. So big and cosmic and cool. Um, cinematographer, they were great. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it was a beautiful looking movie. You know, Chloe Zhao pitched it on a microscopic picture of a grain it of just sand. Did feel like and a a poem. I don't know. I guess it's good if MCU is taking notes. Mm-hmm. I feel sure. like they just took every single one at the same Again, time. Yeah, they're trying to knock it all out at once. Two, yeah. Because they're not going to do it later. Mm-hmm. I don't have faith. I think that they will, but I mean, it's up. That we'll see. You know, I think that they. I think that they're getting more diverse. Everybody says everything looks bad in our movies, so yeah, we'll so get someone who makes everything look good look to good. do one of our movies. Yeah, everybody says you there's know? not enough gay characters in our movies, yeah. so we'll have yeah. gay characters in our yeah. movies. Yeah, that sounds great. Look, they everybody got- says MCU doesn't fuck. Yeah, uh-huh. guess what? They fuck. So yeah, I mean, I. It's interesting. Disney takes the notes sometimes. Disney, but not in a meaningful way. I disagree. I think that there are people who, if you're just checking stuff off a list, that's not meaningful. I, I think it depends because I think that, like, I hear what you're saying, and it sounds cynical to be to be like, you know, they probably are looking at message boards and look, you know, look, look, look what happened to Star Wars. They panicked, they freaked out, and then they made the last Star Wars movie very safe and whatever bullshit. And I, I hear that. Well, I'm, I'm sure that they do that. that. But I'm sure that they're, like you said, they're listening to the notes and they have a checklist somewhere, right? But I also feel like that's DBIE work. That's DBIE work. But I also feel, and maybe, maybe, maybe I'm totally fucking way off, but I feel like there has to be people also working there. That are also like we need to do good representation. We need to do this. We yeah, need to do I that. 100% you know? yeah, I hundred percent believe. Chloe Zhao was trying yeah, to do that. That they actually care. But when when Disney was being criticized years ago because they tried to copyright the words "Day of the Dead," mm-hmm. and the Latino community rose up and was like, "What the fuck are you doing? You yeah. can't do that shit." They heard that. They hired one of the cartoonists that was criticizing them and was like, "Can you please come help us with the movie Coco?" And they created a cultural committee. And they listened to them and they put their shit that they said in the movie or they changed stuff. So, like, yes, it's it's the fault of the people in power. And it's who only because they fucked up initially. Who didn't. Yeah, who fucked up. Yes, it's their fault. But I think that it is good when they fuck up and they go, OK, well, then we'll hire you. Come over here. You know, like help us like make this good. Make this good. Sure. I think it's good. I, I'm going to say this and this is related to the DBIE aspect yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah. It's 2022. Yeah. 
it's not fucking enough to do that. Yeah. Relinquish your power and give it to those people in that group that you're creating yeah. a committee for. So yeah. you don't get to say we've done enough. Yep. And and haven't. and the thing that is true about that is just in case, no, you guys can. You guys are coming in. You're a little bit quiet because you're not right on the microphone. Yeah, but it still sounds great. The, it still sounds great. Yeah, there's a live audience. audience. I think that that's a great point, Chelsea. Is like relinquish your power and you know bring in the people that you need to bring in. And I think oftentimes it's such a slow process because they go. Um, I'll give you an example. They started making the movie Coco. They started making the movie Soul at Pixar, and they had a white director because they had Lee Unkrich or they had. Pete Doctor. And these directors are like, we know how to make a Pixar movie. We've been here since 1995. They've directed multiple, but like, they're the guy. But in the course of making those movies, they hired writers who came in um, and and did, and like, was bringing their authentic voice to those movies. And then halfway through that production, they're like, can you co-direct it? Can you be the co-director and help us do this? And like, they're trying to build up the talent in-house. Because all all the big movie studios in 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 Hollywood are all run by white guys that have been there for a long time. And when one of them gets fired, they just go become the head of another movie studio. You know, they don't retire. They don't, like, they can continue to fuck up and they won't be, like, ousted. Like, get out of here. You made too many bad movies. Like, they'll just, it'll just keep going. And it's such a frustrating process to be like, why are there no heads of studios? Why are there no, you know, producers, producers, producers? And this movie had... Kevin Feige produces all of them, but also Nate Moore takes this one. And Trin Tran is a, another producer at Marvel Studios, and she's doing Hawkeye and I'm sure multiple movies and all this other shit. So it's like, yes, there shouldn't be that imbalance, and they shouldn't be fucking up in the year 2022. But they're fucking up because it's all 50-year-old white guys across the board, everywhere. And every, and every, you know, and so like, I appreciate when a 50-year-old white guy can go, you know what? I'm going to stay in my lane. <laughs> Let's bring in some talent. It's when the 50-year white guys are like, but they're not I got really it. I got it. The percentage of those people is 1%. Yeah, maybe. I need those 99% of white dudes running yeah. Hollywood right now yeah. to shut the fuck up and go away. Or to... Um, Ixnay the sex scenes on, on rocks. <laughs> <laughs> That's when I want them to get in their lane and be like, hey guys, Actually, we shouldn't do it. <laughs> too spicy, too for, spicy for kids. Um... Yeah, it's going to be real interesting to see what happens with the whole Marvel thing in the next couple of years because I think that they are losing people. And I think that it's a shame because I think that they're doing... It sucks because now that the Thanos story is over, people are now online being like, oh, now I'm uninterested. And I'm like, only now when all of the non-white guys named Chris are coming in and getting their movies are people comfortable with being like, I'm over it. I'm like, okay, well, you fucking gave Iron Man three shots. You gave Captain America three shots. Thor, he had a sucky movie, but then they course corrected and brought in Taika Waititi gave Too him a third shot not good movies. yeah and it's and it's a bummer when people go yeah but you know the Thanos story is done and I'm like that's not the only Marvel was built on Spider-Man and X-Men and they haven't even this whole iteration hasn't even done their own X-Men movie and Fantastic Four and Fantastic Four and those th- properties are huge and very popular and they're also like long lasting story engines like you could do X-Men movies for 20 years you know, I saw somebody complaining today that they're coming out with another Spider-Man cartoon show where he's in high school. And this guy was like, oh, when is he going to graduate high school? He's been in high school for so long. And I'm like, yeah, but Spider-Man goes forever and ever. Like, they're going to have Tom Holland play this character until he's 40. That's what they're going to do there. They're not, you know, some characters are going to stick around and others are just like popping in for a little bit and then they're out. I think the Guardians of the Galaxy is going to be done after the third one. You know, I think maybe like 
Gamora could still be in space movies and you know shit like that. But I'm like, I I think that mostly they're gonna Give do it a Pratt. Yeah, I think that I think they're going to. You know, his character might die, or they're just like if only. I don't know. First five minutes, Guardians anyway, three, he dies. I'm I'm I was telling Keller if it's at a point now where Marvel is just making stuff just for me, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it because I'm very excited about She-Hulk and I'm very excited about Moon Knight and I see a lot of people on my Twitter complaining like those things look bad and I'm like maybe it's unfair because I can I I can see some of that potential but that's been my life as a fan for these things since I was a child it's I've been like been mostly bad yeah until the MCU yeah <laughs> and that so you can understand my frustration when they do DC Comics movies and they fuck them up and I'm over here like guys I've gotten this figured out since I was 12. I feel like I'm crazy. I feel like I, you know, but but they just couldn't find the right people and they whiffed it. And uh, and now I can see some potential future stuff, but I think fans, they're fickle and I think fans think, oh, they finished with Thanos, then what else is there? And I'm like, Marvel didn't even, that shit no, wasn't even concerned with Thanos in Thanos like 2002. Thanos wasn't until the 80s anyway. Honestly, honestly. There and it's, you know. 40 years, there are 20 years of comics So anyway, before that. It's, maybe it's like sports. Maybe they'll be fair weather fans where they're just going to dip out for a couple seasons. And then in 2027, when when they're just like nailing it and building up to something, all the fans will come back like, oh, I was in it. Kang the Conqueror, I said, since Loki finale, I said. But also, who cares? Who cares? Who cares? It doesn't matter. Uh, it doesn't matter. You made me like all of it less when you compared I'm, it to sports. I'm a happy camper. It is sports, man. I don't like any of it anymore. The difference is, the difference is there's a the finality. There's a finality in this? Yeah. What's the playoffs, dude? Uh, the playoffs was um, Avengers we, Endgame. So we're now in a new season. Yeah, The season it. started over. That's it. Who's our team? Um, uh, so the <laughs> Avengers are... Yeah. I don't know. Who? I don't know. Mega sports? The Avengers, I don't know. The Patriots? I, I don't need know. <laughs> Eat shit, The Cowboys? Dude. What do you no, want? What do you definitely want not me? the Patriots. What do you want? The Patriots the are the helicarrier of teams. Okay. Because they're good? No. Okay. Helicarriers aren't good. Where well, what are you, you, what where are you saying? What are you saying? I'm saying that they're like, what if fascism was a team? <laughs> <laughs> they're all Trump supporters? Yeah. Okay, I get what you're saying. Well, Tom yeah, Brady so. is at least, and he's the face of them. Yeah. So, I don't know. Um, Football's bad. One last question. Please. Uh, what do you say to all of those critics that gave it a, I think it was a 40%? I think the, that... The fans were, or the... Nicer? The I th- I think I am genuinely interested in people, everybody's opinion on this movie. What I also see a lot of, and I try not to get sucked into, is I see a lot of bullshit online where where young, frustrated white guys who haven't seen this movie, they go, ugh, I knew it was going to be SJW. Like that, I see see a lot of that. So I'm trying not to let that influence... What the critics, what the critics don't like saying. about but it. But again, I did get mad when a snarky critic was like, you know, mm, it's two and a half hours. That I'm like, fuck off. Like, who cares? But if people are, I, I, you know what is honestly my favorite kind of take on the movie is when people go, this movie was swinging for it, but it didn't hit it. Because I'm like, thank you. It a was. For a, a for effort. effort. Right. F for execution. I'll take that over. Eh, it sucked. Eh, whatever. So I'm fine with, with real critics. But who do I say to people who... A, we're never going to like this movie just because it's like has people of color in it or whatever. I say fuck off. Yeah. I say for everything. And B, for people who didn't didn't quite vibe with it, you know, and maybe they're losing faith in Marvel, I say that's fine. But what about 
about the like you talked about the the critics, the actual movie critics <coughs> came because they were like Chloe Zhao is gonna lick oh. the Marvel universe. Yeah, I mean, I I I don't think she like made it worse. I think no. Marvel movies probably will look better from now on. And which I also I'm excited for I'll, the thing I also try to keep in mind too is that like these movies will always be PG thirteen kids movies. When movie critics come in. And if they're what are you being, talking about? They fucked in this. If one, they're dude. being thoughtful, that's great. But if there are people who are like, who are like, oh, this will never be as good as a Martin Scorsese movie. I'm like, that's a completely different fucking. Of course, it's not. What are you talking about? Joker you know? exists. I don't. I. I. When you when you watch these movies, of course you can see the Matrix code of how they were made. Mm-hmm. But if you watch a bunch of movies all the time, people watch see, Law and Order. You, you can <laughs> yeah, you can see the Matrix code for everything. We watched Mean Streets, Martin Scorsese. I could watch The Irishman and I go, Mr. Scorsese, you're an amazing director. You know exactly what you're doing. Uh, but your movie also has rules. Mm-hmm. Every movie world has a specific set of rules. And for folks who like aren't into the Marvel rules being very clear, it'll never be rated R. Uh, it'll never be, you know, this, this, this. I'm like, that's fine. Blade's going to be rated R, though. I hope so, but there even you know, even if not, whatever. I'm blood. not. I'm not frustrated that like these are not Paul Thomas Anderson movies. Do you know what I'm saying? And there are some snarky movie fans who are like that, who like to poke fun at the big corporate well, machine. That's why they like Joker? You know, sure. That's why they like it. I just try to keep in mind that that, or that all the this Nolan shit universe. is action figures and comics for children. That's what it is. And it and you but know, but here's the deal: that kid seemed to enjoy it in the A theater. A lot of the time, I that kid was like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that kid heard was when funny. we laughed and was like, "Yeah, I think it's funny yeah. too," and then laughed like right after we did. <laughs> but at the end, they were like, "That was awesome!" And then like the mid credit scene happened, and they said, "Extra credit." And that was real cute. <laughs> and I'm like, "This is extra credit, technically." What were you gonna say, Keller? Uh, comic books really like to take themselves very seriously. I know, and I don't want them to. You know, I don't want. But them you to like take... it when they do sometimes. I like it when they are. Like uh, I like it when they're clever, but year it doesn't. One it doesn't. I'll give you. Here's, here's my fa- here's my favorite long example. Halloween. Right. Here's my but favorite you like example those as one-offs. Here's my favorite example of that okay. exact thing you're talking about. All right. Here we go. Batman is a, is a man who self-brands as a bat. He dresses up as a bat and calls himself Batman. Looks great. In the comic books, he had batarang, batmobile, bat rope, bat, bat copter, bat repellent, and that's cheesy and corny, and it's for children, and it's also fun and cool, and you know, I love that shit. Oh, I have so, another thing to say. Remind okay, me. hold that, hold that. Um, so then somebody, some writer at some point years later was like trying to rationalize why would this guy, in fighting crime, use a batarang when like a gun is just like, oh no, you're right. People. But why? Because a writer had to create that. That was not Batman's origin in 1939. That was not somebody came oh, in yeah. and they said, you know what? He's I remember so, you he's made me so, read it. He's so traumatized from when his parents were shot in front of his eyes with a gun that he goes, no guns. And it's so psychotic of him to do, to do no guns that he's going to go to non-lethal weapons like a batarang, bat rope, bat, you know, just to justify the branding. To me, I think that's clever. To me, I think like, hey, I appreciate an adult trying to rationalize this. Makes it a little, make it a little cooler, like, you know, a little less silly, but it's still silly. I can recognize that it's silly, but at least... It's that. Now, when you take it too many steps too far, I go, now it's not even fucking fun. You know, if you still build this world, but you can't have Batman have a giant robot T-Rex in his Batcave because he thinks it's cool, I'm not interested in that. If you want to be a little smart with it, go for it. But if you get so high above it all that you're just trying to do Watchmen on everything, everything's Watchmen. The superhero's Watchmen. Eternals is Watchmen. Everything should be Watchmen. It's like, no, that's why Watchmen exists. Okay? Not everything should be fucking Watchmen. What was your example? 
uh, I don't have an example. I just didn't like the Icarus flowing to the sun. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't Two like it. Two on the nose. Two on the nose. Yeah. I get your point of how right. else could he die? Yeah. And it's be like, hey, man, kill me. Yeah. Just ask, <laughs> ask Thena. Thena, yeah. use your fancy blade thing. Just yeah. Kill me, man. Yeah. <laughs> just kill me, man. Yeah. Or swim to the bottom of the ocean and stay and there. Drown and. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah, Dane, Dane, Dean, yeah, Danethony with the ebony blade, which they do uh, reference maybe. earlier in the movie, they and do. then it comes up later in the movie. That's I true. didn't like that either. I thought it was—it's just seed planting. But if Gemma I don't need the seed plant. Ever trying to like stuff a fight between two war boyfriends, Honestly, I would let them fight too. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I don't care. Go for it. I I did like uh And don't have two Game of Thrones people in the same yeah. movie. Don't think, do it. I think I No I one's th- going to ever think of anything else. I think I'm on team Dane over team Icarus. Oh, definitely. Right? I'm glad Icarus flew into the sun. Yeah. I just wish he could have <laughs> done it a different way. Yeah. Well, you know? Sure. Like he would have flown into a big vat of hot wax instead. Something like mm. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Wax didn't even enter into it. And then he decides this <laughs> He never had wings. He decides this can't kill me, so he flies through like a chicken coop. Who's and then a bunch of wings get attached to him and then who's he flies up and then Daedalus then? I don't know, man. It's a great question. Who's who is maybe, that in this maybe scenario? Another eternal Who's his dad? Maybe another eternal who who's They Icarus's got locked dad? into a prison? That's what Icarus's dad is. I don't know. You know Cersei is also not like the Odyssey Cersei. But it's supposed to be Cersei. But then it was Homer. Oh, wait, who wrote the Odyssey? Homer. Homer. So the 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 th- I think the lore in Marvel, and it's probably in this movie too, is that Homer, being a man, like met Cersei, but then wrote in his story like she's evil, she's a witch, she turns men into pigs, she's the worst, she's going to be you know, exiled on this island, and then that's where that mythology was born. And it's very anti-woman. It's very anti-Cersei. You know, because they just. Um, they go through the ages and they don't get to control their narrative, which sucks. Yep. Like Peter Pan or like Athena. Drop the A. So we'll see what they do with that stuff. I don't know. I Keller, you had it ranked like towards the bottom of your middle section. Yeah. The top of your lower tier Marvel. Yeah. Top of the lower. It was in my top 10, but it came in under Shang-Chi, which I still like. And you liked more. it more this time around? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Wow. I did. Because I, you know, I could, because I got to think more about why they were doing stuff. The first time I was just like, okay, this is what they're doing. This was okay. First time you watch a movie. Second time I was like, why did they do this? Okay, I think I get it. You know, I was disappointed Kingo wasn't in the final fight, but then there is a, there are some scenes where he's like trying to explain it, but still, it's like it's no, he could have been there. He should have been, been there. there. Yeah, I agree. Should have been there. I'm sure. I wonder if Kumail's going to get that now. People meet him. Hey, man. Hey, Kingo should have been there. Why weren't you then there? He shouldn't have bailed. Yeah. which is great. Wong wasn't at the final fight. You weren't yeah. there for that fight. Yeah. You know, Black Widow was killed before she got to be in the big fight at the end, and yeah. What is it with people? I don't know. Maybe it's um, budgets for actors. I don't know. I don't know. I've got it. What? Above Captain Marvel, but yes. below Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Yep. And your number one is Thor Ragnarok, and my number one is Avengers Endgame. Because it's real it's fun. It's seventh from the bottom. Yeah. And mine is ten from the now top. Now we're here. Now we're here. Uh, I would like to thank our live studio audience. Uh, one of the best. Great we've questions. Ever had. Great feedback. Any other final questions? Yeah. Any other final thoughts? No. I would just like to say I would see it again. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Cool. I like Marvel now because of you guys. Oh, thank you. But, uh, she used to, you used to be adamantly against it. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I don't think that's so. That's not true. <laughs> oh. I'm gonna tr- uh, listen, Chelsea. I'm gonna try to get it on Blu-ray 
Uh, no news on where it's coming out in the world. In that 3D? I can buy it in 3D. Because uh, Shang-Chi is coming out, I think, in Japan. So I'm like, yes, I'm going to get that. And get I, just, I just ordered Black Widow, the movie Black Widow, which is pretty mediocre. In 3D? For $90, I ordered it. In 3D? Right. $90? $90. I imported this it from Japan. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Thank you. Yeah, maybe Thank a, li- so maybe a little too committed. No, but you're too committed also... to what? The podcast? To being anti-pretentious. No. I'm trying. I really try. I, I can't don't... help it. I just want to die and have people you look. You, no, you're not pretentious at all, okay. dude. Not at all. Okay. Zero percent. It's okay that I didn't like it. In fact, you know yeah, what? But Keller? that wasn't me. You know what I love about you? <laughs> that was another man entirely who lives in the attic. Is um, you have great taste in movies, legitimately. But oh what, I, God, what I love about you is that you are, in, in my life, probably the number one Wes Anderson fan. And normally Wes Anderson is a very, like, twee, very, like, you know, snotty kind of a, a movie fan type He's of thing. snotty. But I have seen you and I know you and I love you. And I'm like, no, he loves Wes Anderson. Like, I get it. I've seen it through your eyes. And I'm like, that's legit. Not pretentious. Yeah. Um, and you also like dumb stuff and fun stuff and, you know. But between our two movie collections, I have things for children. And you have, have some movies for, for adults. You do. And I have some movies for adults. Do yeah. I? Maybe? I think so. Blockers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You should. Yeah, right? Man, that's for 16 yeah. year olds. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I sh- like, what is the most adult movie I own? Maybe like, maybe like McFarlane USA. Maybe like, uh, maybe like Cesar, Cesar Chavez. Chavez. Yeah, yeah. I have that's that. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> that's my most adult movie. 100%. No, McFarlane. No, 100%. what's the one without kids in it? The most Mexican. I would, but I would. That's you probably can. the most adult, like the, an Albert Brooks. Oh, James L. Brooks James movie? James L. Brooks movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, it would be Spanglish. So, um, and my most adult movies broadcast news on the other side? Yeah. <laughs> I want to, uh, when I'm gone, have people go, man, he was such a dork, but he was like cool and not a gatekeeper. And he yeah. was, you know, that I, I, Unless I you're an asshole be, about I don't want to be that. I don't I'll say so. it here. I didn't like doing that much either. Oh, <gasps> really? Yeah. Oh, wait. Yeah. We talked about it. Did we talk it on the podcast? Uh, no. Okay. I liked it, but again, a lot of it is like, what's Dune Part 2? What's Dune Part 2? How's that double feature going to work? Bring back the box. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Who's going to who's gonna play... BBTB. Who's going to play Sting's character? Ooh, because right? we That's haven't a, seen them yet. You know, it's rumored that it's going to be Barry Cogan, the guy who plays Druig in this movie. It's rumored it's going to be got him. A, he's got the he's scary. He's pretty fucking good. Yeah, he I liked him it. in this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was really good in this. I didn't think he needed a leather jacket. Yeah. <laughs> a little too cool for school. See, Ooh. now, normally in this shit, Icarus is the 100% good guy, and Druig is always the bad guy. So first time I watched the movie, I was like, all right, when is this Druig turn going to happen? And it never happened, and I like Druig. I also don't know if I like the... Cool. Uh, Druig does kind of do it when he decides he's going to control humans. Yeah, a little bit, but, um, but like, only like a small like section yeah. of them, and you know, yeah, yeah. This book is really, really pretty. I'm flipping through a comic book right now. It's really pretty, pretty, but I did not like it. You didn't like it? No, it did not work for me. But you do like An Eternal's comic book? Yes. I, my problem with this is with I didn't think it was accessible enough. I thought this was too heady. Uh, but too, when is too it that you like some heady stuff? I do, but I want shit to also be accessible. If it's like a volume one, I don't know. I just okay. My frustration was like, this is it. This is what they're doing right now. The movie just that's came out. Kind of like this Visions should, is you know. pretty. The Visions. Yeah. That. Yeah. Is heady? Yeah. It is. But I think it's also super accessible. Okay. I think it's a great one and done or hand it to somebody. Oh, sure. You know, but that's, that kind of thing. Yeah. I can't hand this to somebody without, without them being a kind of a bit of an expert. You've got to have read a lot of Marvel. to, to, to Could I, I read that? 
Yeah, you could, but I don't think you would. I don't think you would enjoy it. I don't know if I'd enjoy it, but I yeah. can read it and get yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I'm far enough along. I'd be curious to know what you read the about history it. of the Marvel universe. I'd rather you read the get Neil Gaiman one. Okay. If you're gonna read any, but that's okay. Maybe. Okay. This good. This is a long time. This good. This is long. We're good. Uh, we'll be back with uh, other stuff, and we have to go. And you're listening to this after. We're gonna do Shang Chi later. Yeah. Time. Oh boy. Oh okay. my goodness. All right. See you guys later. Thanks again to our live studio audience. Yes. Yeah, thank you. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. This is from the live studio audience. <laughs>